Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Have you ever been out for a nice stroll in the evening and then found yourself catching someone publicly urinating nearby? Yuck. Uh, listener Michelle Daly had an experience like this recently and she's on the line now to have a chat with us about it. How are you, Michelle? Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. So you were out for a walk on Saturday evening. Uh, where and what happened? Well, I live close to the city centre and uh, every year, every day last year, we walked the three bridges. So um, on Saturday evening, we wanted to walk. We have a almost three-year-olds, so we were trying to wear them out before they go to bed. And uh, basically, we went for a walk, myself, my husband, and my two sons. And we walked the whole way along the Curragower, over by the castle, down Nicholas Street. And there was lots of people socialising, which is great, you know, it's great to see people out. Um, And then we came round by Revenue House to Arthur's Key Park. And in Arthur's Key, there were people using the park, sitting on the steps. Some of them may have been drinking, but they were sitting, chatting, playing games. And there was a good few people using the park. And then my husband was like, oh, don't look over there. And there was a guy, you know, urinating up against the wall at the corner of Revenue House where the boats are. Isn't the worst thing you can ever say to someone is, don't look over there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then uh, we continued on through the park. We were look- we wanted to see the boats, actually, the boys love boats. So we were looking at them. And uh, then we came to the park. And another guy came came actually down, I think it's called Liffey, Liffey Street, the street with the old Duns there on one side. And uh, he basically went into the first tree he found in Arthur's Key Park and unzipped and carried on urination. And, you know, it's it's just not acceptable. It's not only appalling manners, but it, there's a public health issue. And then when we looked, the portaloos were gone. And I know there was portaloos there on the bank holiday weekend. So, like, where are they gone? Yeah. Why are they gone? And, and were these fellas just, you know, blatantly spraying it all over the place? No, in fairness, they weren't. They were found a corner and that was it you know and they were I suppose neat I wasn't I wasn't looking at their technique to be honest Joe and, um, but saying that you know it's not all their fault either you know and even as a mother you know in Limerick who go, goes into town with my little boys there is no public toilet there is no publicly accessible toilet after 6pm when Arthur's Key closes and Arthur's Key are they responsible for providing that for the citizens of our city? I'm not mm. sure. Interestingly, Michelle, we're chatting to Michelle Daly about this. Um, you were tweeting about it, and I think you tagged Councillor Daniel Butler of Fine Gael, didn't you? I did, I did, and Councillor Lisa Butler and Olivia Sullivan. And those are the top three, I suppose, I, you know, I, I engage with and on Twitter. And what response did you get? <laughs> well, he came back and he had said that you know, they thought that when the pubs and restaurants opened, that that would solve that problem, that there was no longer a requirement for those public portaloos. But to be honest, I think there should be not portaloos, there should be permanent bathrooms available for people in the city centre. You know, not everyone wants to go into a coffee shop 
or a pub or a cafe, um, you know, to use the bathroom. So, you know, I'm not defending these gentlemen on, on Saturday evening. I still think it was a very horrible thing to do. But at the same time, you know, there is no facilities unless you're in a pub or a bar. And are they responsible for providing that service? You the know, other thing is... a basic service. Isn't it true, Michelle, that, you know, premises these days, running businesses are quite reluctant to allow people who aren't paying customers to use their facilities anyway. Yeah, and that's correct. That's correct as well. You know, it's very hard. And I mean, I know I've had small kids trying to find a baby changing unit, you know, is very difficult. But even just trying to find a loo to bring a child into, and you often don't get much notice, you know, are, are you supposed to plan your day so that you can get home? If you're going into the park to use the park, should you only stay half an hour or an hour? Well, oh, I, th- I think long? a lot of parents especially have been doing that with kids. Yeah, yeah, it's very hard. So, I, you know, I'm not absolving gentlemen in question. You know, they were adults. It was unacceptable. But at the same time, there aren't public facilities. But, again, it's not absolving them of responsibility here. No. But what, what were the alternatives for them? Yeah, well, the, the the second gentleman, I don't know where the first gentleman came from, but the second gentleman seems to have come from town, as it were. Maybe he was in a bar drinking or something like that. Like, drinking does lend itself to having to use the bathroom. And so maybe they, they didn't want to go into a enclosed space. I'm not sure. You know, it could have been just selfishness as well, you know, and I suppose after a few drinks you wouldn't be thinking straight. But, like, it was 7 o'clock on a Saturday evening. There were still children playing in the park, not just mine. You know, there was lots of children around. Yeah. I mean, some listeners making the point was that there are some public glues in the city. Yes, the electronic ones. I happen to know for the fact the one in Shelburne Park hasn't worked in two and a half years. You put money in, nothing happens. There's a number, it rings out. You know, it just seems to me that they're not maintained. The Mixed City Council are saying, you know, we've done it now, we've put those in there. But, you know, there's no responsibility. So we got in touch with Limerick City and County Council, uh, Michelle, knowing that you were coming on with us this morning, and uh, they said that the council provided portaloos around the city for the June bank holiday weekend. There are no plans to provide them at other times at the moment. Yeah, I just don't think that's acceptable at the moment. We're talking about an outside summer. We're all being encouraged to stay outside. This is hardly helping that cause. But my sense of this was, and this is a bit like the debate that's been had around preparing for the outdoor summer, not just in Limerick, but in other parts of Mm. the country. I know I had the Mayor Michael Collins on this show and he said the main problem that they had was that the funding didn't come through until very late, which meant that they weren't able to do the kind of build-outs until very late that we're now seeing. So, you know, the June Bank holiday weekend we weren't as prepared for outdoor living as maybe we are now and hopefully will be a little bit further down the line. The point being that maybe they're waiting for indoor hospitality, fingers crossed, to open on the 5th of July and they'll think, well, that'll solve the problem a bit further than for July, August and September, Michelle. I, I just don't think it's very long-sighted. You know, any like I've lived in Paris. I, I've lived in Casablanca, which is in the third world, and there are outdoor manned conveniences, public convenience. You know, are we to rely on the private sector to do it, especially at the moment when they're under pressure and place their clothing? 
uh, you know, is is that acceptable? There's no long term plan, and and I find that troubling, at the at the least. Now, this isn't a personal, you know, vendetta. This isn't you know a huge crusade, but I just think that it's unsex- unacceptable. You know, let's put urinating in public on hold for just a second. You lived in Casablanca. What was that like? Oh, sorry, it was a bit, it was a bit mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's a, it's a very industrial city, a bit like Limerick, bit of vice, really characteristic people, very much so. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. But six million people in that city, so you know you do need. There, other countries can do it. Other cities can do it. Why can't we? Right. And did you ever see anyone urinating in public in Casablanca or Paris? Uh, well, possibly in Paris on a big night out, maybe the 14th of July. But, they would, you know, they would have been arrested. Would they? Yeah. Cheapers, the Paris police don't mess around. No, they don't. You wouldn't want to cross them. I'd say one thing, Henry Street would be full if you were going to go down that road in Limerick at the moment because it's not just the two that you saw who no, are no. urinating in public right now. No, but maybe there's a public education piece there, you know. God, if we get to the point, though, we have to say to people, um, please, yeah. please don't urinate in public. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, the council also said about your point on Shelburne Park and the public mm-hmm. toilets there. We apologise if it was out of commission when uh, your listener visited. If this is the case, we would urge the listener to report this to us at Limerick City and County Council. Customer service contact details are 061 55 6000, customer services at limerick.ie or through the My Limerick section of limerick.ie. Okay, perfect. Well, I will do next time and every time I visit. Would you say it hasn't worked for two and a half years? Yeah, yeah. I remember being down there with my small baby. And right. and, and, and the emergency number wasn't working? No, no. Right. Rachel says, there's always been an issue with toilets in Limerick City. I found myself with a baby in a buggy trying to buy a few things and needing a toilet or changing area for the baby. Absolute disaster. Not many food places providing proper space and you had to be using a restaurant to get to use the facilities in any case. Limerick City Centre is not mom and baby friendly at all. It was so stressful I decided to park at ease at a shopping centre in the suburbs with all facilities when I needed them. As a first time mum at the time, I didn't rush back to the city centre when expecting my second child, I can tell you, said Rachel. That's so true. I'm 100% with Rachel there, yeah, exactly. So here we are talking about what we need to do to revitalise the city centre, to make it more livable. The O'Connell Street project is underway and other things are planned and wanting the city centre to have a critical mass of residents as well and making it feel like it's somewhere you could live from early morning to late at night. And, and there's Rachel's experience and, and yours as well to some extent, Michelle. Okay. It's a small thing, but it would make a big difference. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I, I think it's a very well-made point And, you know, maybe also it might get the message out there to men in particular to try and hold on. I'm not going to play the song or anything, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> for, for as long as they possibly can. All right. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate that. Not at all, Joe. Take care. Good. Have a good day. Cheers. That's Michelle Daly there uh, with her views. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.